This is Kaya Biz with Kukule Tumfopi on Kaya FM. To give you an overview of the conversation we really want to explore is exactly understanding how important a diversified portfolio is when it comes to protecting your income, especially in times of uncertainty. Now, truth be told, had you had all your money into the stock market uh, in the middle of March this year, you probably would have had a panic attack because that's where we saw a significant sell-off uh, in global markets across the board. And whilst we have seen a significant recovery in terms of that uh, market sell-off, many of the stocks and, and some of the um, uh, bourses or stock exchanges are still trying to climb their way back to levels that we saw before um, March. So those are just some of the elements that we do want to take into account. Tamron, I trust that you're back on the line. My colleague Chris has been working some magic in the background. Tamron, welcome I to Kaya Biz. Hey, thanks very much for having me. I hope you can hear me now. Fantastic. We can hear you loud and clear. And thanks for, for bearing with us and the technical gremlins. And a big thank you to my colleague Chris as well for reestablishing the yeah. line. Tamron, as thanks, I was uh, alluding to, yes, <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. And speaking of teamwork, I was alluding to the fact that a diversified portfolio is critical when it comes to the protection of one's wealth, um, especially in such unforeseen times like the ones that we're living in with COVID-19. Uh, but, but give us an understanding as to uh, what we've seen in terms of uh, the importance of a diversified portfolio and how this has really been put to the test um, in the wake of COVID-19. Yeah, that's, um, that's a great question, um, partly because Actually, what happened in the first sort of two weeks of the market crash uh, earlier this year was that a lot of assets actually moved in tandem with each other, which is not necessarily unusual. Often people panic and, and everything goes down uh, and, it, and it feels a little bit indiscriminate and you think, okay, well, why did I spread my portfolio across a number of different assets which were actually meant to perform differently if they all go down except for cash? Uh, but the important thing is that, you know, as a, uh, we are, we are often uh, very guilty of correcting for the last crisis uh, and we, we sort of very quick to throw out a long-term strategy that's worked really well uh, and um, proved to sort of yield good returns with lower risk and volatility because what we've seen since the crisis is that not all assets have performed the same in the rebound. So two assets might have fell fallen at a very similar rate, let's say, over a two-week period. Uh, but as they recover, they recover at a quite different rate as the markets realize there are fundamental differences between companies, countries, and geographies. So I think it's, uh, you know, don't correct uh, for what you think the most recent uh, crisis or, or mistake was. And don't be too quick to throw out what is a great long-term strategy. It helps smooth out your returns, which is really important because, frankly, it makes it easier to stomach the longer-term ride. And it also, very importantly, reduces the undue exposure to permanent capital loss uh, to a specific asset class. You mentioned something so important there, Tamron, which is a, a, a good long-term portfolio. What actually makes a good long-term portfolio? What are the key considerations that we need to bear in mind uh, when picking the various asset classes we want to invest in? Yeah, uh, Perhaps a simple way of thinking about it is, you know, you want your portfolio to have some longer-term components uh, and some shorter-term components. And in many ways, that can be aligned with your longer-term goals. So I want to have enough money to retire or some short-term goals that I'm, I want to have an emergency fund or I want to save uh, money for uh, buying a house. 
Uh, and that's, that's in a way how you should think about your investment portfolio because each of those components perform different roles. So let's say you want to invest in shares. Now, equities can be quite volatile, but over long periods of time, they generate much higher returns than, say, cash, which doesn't drop in value in nominal terms, but it also doesn't give you the same overall return. So actually, you want a blend of both of these types of components. Uh, and one way that we think about it is at Alan Gray, when we're building a portfolio like the Balance Fund, is we start off with a blank piece of paper and we say, okay, let's start off with, let's say, 100% cash, because that's, in theory, risk-free. Uh, and then we say, okay, we want to add selected investments or components that we think will do better than cash over time. Uh, so let's say if we think cash will do, I don't know, somewhere between 5 and 7%, I only want to add equities if I think those equities are going to do at least 5% above that cash. Uh, and the same process applies for when you're adding sort of components to the portfolio. So every asset you add, you want to make sure you understand how it contributes to your return potential, but also importantly, how uh, it has the extent to possibly increase your risk. So I think asset managers always talk about risk-adjusted returns, but that, I hope, is a simpler way uh, of describing it. Mm. Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, we are in conversation with Tamron Lamb. She is the head of retail distribution at Allen Gray, joining us to really discuss uh, the important life lessons that we've learned from COVID-19, being the fact that we need to expect and plan for the unexpected. And for many South African households, we've really come under pressure in terms of having access to cash uh, and emergency savings, especially in light of uh, the lockdown and certain sectors of our economy being closed. As a result, uh, people unable to actually source um, a sense of income uh, and this highlights a very important element here Tamron how as investors we need to balance our own short-term needs with our long-term goals uh, it seems as though it's um, a catch-22 situation but can this be a, a symbiotic relationship that can be planned for accordingly yeah I, I absolutely think it can but I mean I know that sounds uh, you know, kind of very Pollyanna-ish or um, like I'm being too optimistic. But if you focus on trying to make sure, you know, what money you need to set aside in the short term, it actually better enables you to stay invested uh, when your personal circumstances change. And, uh, you know, a good example is obviously what's happened over the past three to six months. And a number uh, of South African households are in incredible financial difficulty. Uh, and frankly, you actually have to make some difficult short-term uh, decisions, which is going to maximize or is going to change some of your longer-term goals. Uh, and, you know, looking back, I mean, one real lesson I've learned is that, you know, having an emergency cash fund of, say, three to six months uh, of your um you know, your annual budget really helps sort of keep that money in the markets or uh, invested in your sort of longer-term retirement goals. Uh, but if you didn't, then the important thing is when you're looking at those short-term decisions that uh, many of us are required to make, uh, you just need to understand, okay, well, what were my long-term goals? How has this changed it? Uh, and what can I do uh, to get myself back on track? It might take me a little bit longer, uh, but I work out kind of over the sort of next few months and years uh, what steps I need to take kind of over the short term, which will help me get back to where I wanted to be uh, over the long term. So it really is an interplay between, you know, making good, considered, short-term decisions that actually have your eye continually on the long-term goal.
Mm. Keeping your eye on the prize, and usually that does require yeah. a lot more assistance in terms of someone who's more uh, au fait with your goals and likely to keep you accountable. How do we solicit this assistance, and, and how do we also uh, bear in mind some of the risks that we need to be mindful of, uh, especially unforeseen circumstances like COVID, which nobody saw coming, uh, and the impact that they can have yeah. on your finances? Yeah, I think it's look. I think it's very true when you, uh, as as humans, we actually struggle to think of all the risks that are present at any one point in time, uh, and often we we actually have a like I was saying at the beginning, we we tend to correct for the for the most recent thing that we've experienced. So, at the moment, COVID is very front and center. So that's probably what consumes our thinking uh, and our you know our prioritizing. But actually, it's important to try and balance all the possible risks because actually in life it's often about trade-offs uh, mm-hmm. and often we, we don't always try and we, we know we can't eliminate risks and sometimes we overestimate a risk that's right sort of front and center and sometimes we materially underestimate risks which seem further out. So maybe you know some simple things that I often think about for myself is I know I can't eliminate all the risks um, like I, I need to try and reframe and reframe and uh, uh, so I, I meant to say that frame and reframe. Try and you know understand what situation I'm faced with at the moment, uh, and also try and look at it from a completely different lens. Uh, and then I try and think, okay, well, what what might happen? I don't know what's going to happen, and I should try not to listen to people who say they know what's going to happen because frankly they don't. Uh, so let's try and think of a few scenarios, and I, I try and put myself in the position where I can do okay in a number of those scenarios. And again, I guess. Yeah. It sounds a bit simplistic, but looking at the long term helps. But but often you just need help. You need you need someone to chat to. You need someone to bounce ideas off. Uh, and particularly as it comes to your um, your financial situation, you know we don't all have access to uh, mm-hmm. to kind of financial expertise. And so often a great financial advisor who can sit down with you, uh, help you make those decisions, plot out your long term plan. But also, most importantly, keep you committed to that plan when times uh, in the short term don't pan out as you expect, uh, which I guess is life, unfortunately. So true, right? Uh, we, we need to adapt and move along with the circumstances and situations as they change. Tamron, it's been a great pleasure engaging with you, and we're really appreciative of your time, as well as the feedback that you've provided. Afropolitans, that is Tamron Lamb, who's the head of retail distribution at Alan Gray, who's joined us in terms of getting further clarity as to how we can plan uh, for the unexpected. Helping You Secure Your Future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans, we've come to the end of the show for today. It's been a great pleasure being with you. Coming up next, the 6 o'clock news, then today with John Pullman.